talk about today well I, I i pretty much first i could start with my week my week been kind of um well i'm gonna ask you this question how was your week then how was your week oh so how was let's, your yeah, week? let's start with my week um, okay, let's do that the week was actually pretty good however i guess the big caveat i caught the flu this week guys so my voice is a little mm-hmm. off i guess um it is a little deeper that monotone voice, but you know that's kind of sexy if you, you ask me. The monotone voice. Yes, it's like oh, it's like that that Tony Braxton give that Tony Braxton feel. Oh but um, you know I'm doing better. Got my tea here, sipping, trying to get through it. You know I was a soldier, don't you think? Yeah. And I was I had chills on Thursday. I was but, just like but shaking, and I still you know. I, I, I don't I know if to I told down. you this, but what? I'm glad you're feeling better. Um, but you're working through it though. You still getting your coughs in here and there. But my son did was like, "Hey, listen, the coronavirus is." <laughs> no, okay. So even before I got sick, he was like, "Listen, our seven-year-old son, because she might pass it on to everybody." He comes back with facts about Corona every day. I'm like, oh, my "Sir, well, um, where, where are you getting that this information funny, from?" Man. He that dude is funny. like during his library time, he just does research. He knows oh, that goodness. it's called COVID nineteen. Mm. He knows. What states is popping yes, up in? But I do want to say because I am a medical provider. That's true. Right, that's I'm true, a physician that's assistant. That's um, I want to tell everybody that you know um, the best method to prevent all of this is washing your hands. Coronavirus. It has. Uh, this is just a different uh, strain of Corona. It's been around for hundreds of years. Coronavirus in general is, encompasses a group of viruses that. Um, Really, it's just like a cold virus, um, but of of course, um, some people are just more susceptible. That tends to be older people, people with a lot of illnesses and ailments, um, and that's just like with anything. They if they catch these type of things, it's harder for them, and they can end up in dire situations or in hospitalized and things like that. So, the best method again is washing your hands, guys. But you should have been doing this already. But hopefully. You know, it gets everybody on board. Washing your hands oh, for twenty uh, seconds, I, I think. sneezing in your sleeves, stop touching your face so much. All these things prevent it. And just remember, flu, which I call is a flu. It actually is but you do um, all the more things, deadly I mean, than like you, you, you can I finish speaking? I'm just it's saying, more deadly like, than you like corona. giving like a sermon right like okay, now. Like so, it's a church sermon going on. Like like, like people right. on I mean, like hey, people this are actually coming in and me. You know what I'm saying? They like oh, she talking about. Coronavirus. Okay. People are actually, you know, worried about these things. So that's true. Since we're talking about the flu, um, but I recovered from it. And then also, caveat: I know you get tired of me talking about medical things. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. I'm just at higher risk for catching these things because I see people every day with flu and all type of ailments. I do get the flu shot every year, but the fact that I got the and you can yes get the flu even though you get the shot, but the fact that I got the flu shot. It made me bear the flu easier. It's not as bad, and it's usually a shorter course. So, yes, I think everybody should get their shots. Yeah, and mean, there's no vaccine for corona, and won't be one for a while. So, everybody, just please wash your hands, protect yourself. And no, you don't have to walk around with masks. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, so I stop I buying masks. Oh. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> well, why really passionate about this? Uh, you, no, about because medical, medical facilities are running I, out I of masks because really, just everybody's I, buying them and they're sold out everywhere. And but so now people that really needs it need it. Yes, uh, like me who, because yeah. I'm in the red zone. I'm in the hot spot where everybody's coughing and sneezing on me. Right, right. Then right. we, if we don't have the right tools to protect us, then we're short. Gotcha, we don't, we're, gotcha. we're stuck. Okay. Well, you know, it's crazy that um, that we talked about how was the week was. Yeah, how was yours uh, week? Thank you for asking. Yes. Um, be honest with you, I, you know, I'm an educator, so I deal with kids a lot. And then I also do a lot of motivation speaking. So, like, right now, it's like a rehab. I'm enjoying this moment. Um, but what got me, man, is that um, it had a young man that um, I started questioning the educators that was teaching them. Like, yo, listen, like, every day, like, yo, this person needs a new chance. And I think... Um, when the beginning of the new year, the, this kid said the resolution. About a, class, like, a student, yeah, a student that, that we actually school? that I came into one of mentoring uh-huh. and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like no one didn't want to restart this with this kid. Like didn't want to. So I kind of got in my little feelings a little bit, but also knowing that like yo, like us human beings are adults. We do resolution every year. And mm-hmm. people like now, like they ain't even following their first beginning of what they first said they was gonna do in the, in 2020. I'm gonna do this, and I told them I say, listen to kids though, we have to reset that module for children. And I think because as adults, what, sticking with your your goals or yeah, well, sticking with your goals, but not consistent. even that being consistent. Uh-huh. But I think people just all over. I think we look at. And and I got a I got a real passion for um the youth and also we're just people period. But I think you we we look at them and saying this is the way that we need that they need to be instead of every person. Even with our kids, you discuss that too a lot with me being my kids. The way we growing up is not the way that we should be expecting our kids to be. If that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying. So I just had that discussion with someone, and, and it it kind of it got a little touchy. You know, how Coach B can get it realistic with you. You know what I'm saying. But I I I felt good. I, I felt really good. So my week felt good after that. And um, you know, kid lost. You know, it, it just get deep. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, I see a lot of I stuff like goes that. on. Even so. with well, I'm not sure how I connected. Are you saying you talk with that? Child's parent. Yeah, about... well, I, I don't want to get too deep. You okay. know what I'm saying. So yeah. I think, I think, personally no. for me, I felt a scenario that um, that came in play where I had to address that issue. And, of and the just... parent wanting the child to be like them. Yeah, yeah. Other, other adult has set oh, rules okay. and, and don't understand. We're here as educators. We're here to empower them. We're here to to embrace that change in them. And be the best of themselves. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and I think that's a really. great one. I actually, yeah. um, that is so good. So I actually had a conversation. So I had I met with my counselor this weekend, y'all. Oh, that's real. That's and good. that actually was a part of what I talked about during my counseling session. For real? If so, I can get, can I get personal? I mean, this real talk, real conversation. Personal, I mean, listen, I'm y'all gonna, cool with that? I'm good. I I'm mean, tell people about my counseling. You don't really session. tell me, so I won't hear. <clears throat> I know. I ain't, I ain't even so tell share, you. Please, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get it up, fellas. So, um, I guess I'll give you a little bit, and I guess this is a little touchy because it's regarding my mother. But mm. I, I won't say exactly what happened. But okay, I felt okay. like an incident happened. Mm-hmm. Probably about a week and a half ago when my mother was just sort of kind of telling me what she felt like I should do with a certain situation in terms of like, oh, appearance and look of, I guess, my children. Right. In terms of um, 
So I guess I just I would just say it. So Sanai and Gabe were with you filming, and um, Sanai we and we did. I just took the care of girls' hair out from their braids. So it was just like an impromptu thing. Right. Coach B was like, oh, "Come on, Sanai, let's. That's my oldest. Let's get on board and let's um, do this film." And I said, "Oh." And so the inner person in me, which was instilled in me, like, oh, everything has to be perfect. Hair needs to be perfect this way, that way. You know, I was just like, she's not ready, like, deep down in my heart. So I had to push all those things down because I knew, like, if I inserted myself, that would have stopped, like, what you were trying to do with your daughter and the creativity and whatever you guys wanted to bring to the table. So So I kind of... Just like stop myself and say, okay, so I just pushed her hair back a little bit because Sanaa has long, thick, um, curly hair. So, you know, it was like out. And I just pushed her hair back a little bit. It wasn't, it only was like maybe a two minute thing, put a hat on her hair because Coach B always wears a hat. So they wear a hat together. So it really wasn't that serious. And when you guys did the filming, it was like awesome. Sanaa and you said like, yeah, that's like, oh my gosh. And it encouraged so many people. She's like such a child with wisdom. She's about to be nine in a month. And um, it was a a beautiful thing. Right, it was. Um, Just about like having courage and fighting through when you want to give up. Trust the process. Yeah, and trusting the process, right? Mm -hmm. So um, she did all those things and was great. And I was happy. And then like, I'm so glad I didn't like stop and was like, no, we need to go upstairs and spend this 15, 20 minutes to do your hair and blah, you know, because it would have messed up the whole thing. So fast forward, skirt. Um, probably like a week that. after that. Okay. Skirt. Yeah. <laughs> um, a week after Sorry that. Sorry about that, y'all. We're going live, I got a so text okay. from my mother just saying like, just out of the blue. And it was like an early morning text. Yeah, I saw Sanaa's hair wasn't done all the way and blah, blah, blah. And honestly... I can't believe I'm being open and saying all this. Yeah, I mean, it's real talk, But it really, like, hurt me. And it took me back to, like, a childhood state of just like, oh, everything has to be perfect. I got to do it right. And and that's how I, yes, that was, like, me as an adolescent. And it's like, you know, your parents want the best for you. Um, You know, of course, they say you need to present yourself in certain ways. But I think a lot of those things... um, Gave me anxiety or just like even lack of confidence of just being myself Mm. as I grew into an adult. So I said, I'm not going to push those things on my kids. Of course, we value cleanliness and looking good. But in general, just because your hair is bushy or whatever doesn't mean that something's wrong with you, that you're a bad person. You still have value whichever way you look. Mm. So um, it just kind of hurt me because I... You know, in that moment of deciding if I was going to do her hair, I, I decided not to because I just wanted to move forward, and that's okay. But then it was taking me back, like, did I do the wrong thing? Did she look that bad? Do people think I'm a bad mother? Am I this? And so I had to push those thoughts down, and wow. I just let it wow, be. that's good. That's good. And I just decided not to respond to it at all. Mm. I can't believe I'm saying all this mm-hmm. on the air. Mm-hmm. Hopefully my mama don't see it. But um, <laughs> Oh, it's too late. We already live. No, I don't we live, baby. It, though, unless <laughs> we somebody live. send it. But, um, we live, baby. Okay. But um, so after talking to my counselor about these things, that was the whole gist of it. Like what you said, like okay. parents can't push their ways on their children. And that's, yeah. of course, even as adult, I feel like that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Very true. Where they try to push them themselves. And, but it's like, no, I'm an adult. I have a career. I have three children, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A husband. We are successful and doing well, God-fearing. We 
are doing everything that God wants us to do. So really, the only person I really need to prove anything to is God if I knew. No, I'm doing things um, with my open heart. Can, can I say and something? Things and, like and that. thank you for sharing And I kind of want my kids oh, to be that way too, okay. to just be themselves. I don't want to hoard them and like, you got to be this specific you, way. You, and I guess that's what this podcast is so about. Thank you for sharing that. But I think that's what it's about. Like, we sharing our real stories because we're real people. You know what I'm saying? But for you to just say that, and I mean, I kind of heard a little bit you was talking about doing this week, but I didn't want to get deep because I know it's you and your mom. So I don't never want to get in between you and your mom's conversation. But um, at the same time, you know, I think in family, it can be your distraction to where you're trying to be at in your platform. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's your calling and it's not like, like mm. right now me, me doing, let me be great. I would have never started if I would have said, Oh, my wife just okay with it. And then my mom's don't like it. Uh, mm. uh, but I had to do what I felt was called for me. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So me speaking around or me going around or, and just doing it. Like a lot of times in life, we got to understand like, yo, we got to make different moves Based upon ourselves, and that's a job relation, that's a finance, and that's in a in a relationship. This is real talk because yeah. your family can actually get you down. Yeah, can and, really put you to another and, level. And that's not to real. say that it's like the family member, right, but sometimes right. that's how that's the true. enemy works. Wow, and the that's enemy, good. you know, i.e., is Satan. Mm. Um, he'll he knows your soft spots and your triggers, mm. and so he'll sometimes use people. And that's not to say those people are evil or wrong right. or want the worst in you. Right, he'll right. use people who you they know he knows that's close to you to get at you and hit that spot and stop you from moving forward from what you want to do. Mm. And I identified it at that, and I just decided to just let it go and not even address it. You know what I mean? Because wow. I already know that we're fighting against you know higher things than just like people. If the enemy really tries to set you off course and out of your way. So I'm just thankful that I just had the foresight to see it. That's right. Um, I have people surrounding me That's right. that um, just give me love and support. And even my mother, she does give me love and yeah. support. Um, but it's it's just like you have to see, you got to know discernment. So you have to read the word and really be, um, you know, tuned into what's going on. Into like your, your spiritual aspect. I, mm-hmm. I think with that being said, though, and for some of my listeners here on the podcast that may be listening to us, um, I need you to understand, like, you have to find a mentor. Um, you have to find someone to be accountable with. Um, even though um, a lot of our people are African-American, we feel like we don't go to counseling. And I tell people, they, they be like, yo, you went to counseling, Coach B? Yeah, I go for myself, <laughs> I go for my marriage, and I go for my family. Why? Because a generation curse has to be broken. And then I also go to wisdom. It might be a young person I go talk to. At the same time, you got to find a mentor, guys. So I need you in your 2020, find out who your mentor is. A lot of people um, hit me and um, Cammy up, and my wife as, as well. But we hit, they hit us up just on a conversation. They just want to have that talk mm, and just want to pick our brain. And that's what you got to do, man, because in life, you need to have an accountability person. And just sharing your story mm-hmm. like you did. And I know you probably got deeper than that in the conversation with the counselor, but least that's people don't realize like mentoring is where you can explore where they've been through it they mm. like what we doing now we mentoring people but at the same time that's that personal relationship yes, that makes sense absolutely and um that's something that i say i didn't realize until later in life because i always mm. saw a mentor as being 
you know, you're a child and you have an older adult. That's right. Um, and these are like keys. It's just like, wow, why no, Why didn't anybody ever tell me this? Mm. Like, I didn't realize that until I entered my 30s. Like, oh, I should be having a mentor, especially as you read books. And like the top CEOs, the top um, successful people, yeah. they always, always, always say they have a mentor. And to me, I'm just like, wow, I didn't realize that. And it could be for your field or just in life in general. It could be a mentor for marriage, mm-hmm. for your um, your walk with um, God. Right, it can right. be a mentor for like anything, you know, your career, of course. So um, I think that's definitely critical. I just started putting those pieces in play in the last like few years, but that definitely makes a difference. A mentor. Yeah, definitely yeah. find a mentor, man. I, I think, um, so just, uh, I mean, we get, I guess we jump straight into the conversation. That's mm-hmm. kind of funny. Cause we always come with agenda guys and we always want to touch different topics. Let's um, go, let's go light. We kind of went off because I talked about counseling. I didn't think I was going to confess my heart to you guys. But um, (laughs) (laughs) um, let's get into something light because something that I watched over um, the weekend or really, yeah, three, like, yeah, the weekend basically um, was this show on Netflix called Love is Blind. And it just kind of blew me away. And guys, I told Antonio to watch it. Of course, he doesn't follow rules well. I, I just told him to watch the first episode. Just so he can get the gist. Of course, he doesn't follow the rules. And then he walked in on me when I'm watching the, the final episode of the season. And he watched like, what's going on here? Well, how'd they meet? When, and then he watched. Then he going to take it upon himself to watch what the reunion. And and even watch the first episode. But so Love is Blind is just yeah. like a so show that like a lot that, of people were talking on about. That. Please, please yeah. comment on that. Um, oh it's basically goodness. a show where... You know, they say love is blind, so they basically start the couples off where they have dates with each other, but they never see each other. So they put them in pods, like rooms with um, thick walls. You don't see each other. All you can do is hear each other. And what blew me away by the first episode, of course, in TV and stuff, they speed everything up. Um, but by the first episode, you had people proposing to each other and saying, I love you. I was like, skirt, say what? Skirt, wow. what? Wow. It was just like That's amazing, crazy. but guess what? The reason why That's I was crazy. shocked is because it seemed so genuine and real. People were really falling in love, and like one couple in particular, they started crying I, like on their first or their second date, and I was just like, I want to cry too. Like I feel yeah. it. Did you really? Like, you like really I really did. So that's why I thought it was amazing because I was just thinking like, wow, if we took so many distractions away, like your phones. So what's the whole work, topic? All these so things. When they made this video. It would be like amazing. People could fall in love faster or stay in love. Hello. So what this show really assist of? Is it like newly couples or how? how break yeah, it down. Yes. I mean, well, you should have watched it. That's why I didn't want to waste time. But oh, okay. So. They're, they're, no, no, so nobody knew each other. Okay. At all. So then they. Okay. Yeah. And then at the end of the season, basically, um, you know, you can decide if you want to get married or not. And some of the people got married and stayed married two years later. So then that's amazing. Can you can you picture yourself in a pie, though? Like, I'm trying to picture <laughs> this out. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I saw it, I was like, yo, like, for real, like, you were, you not seeing that person and you literally asking that person, would you marry me? Like... Like who does that though? No, because like, that's what—that's the new. Like, that's when he came in because he watched the clip. Like, and yo, he watched the clip you, of them proposing. He was like, "Wait, 
they proposing to the wall. They, yeah, like so they ain't see each other. Bro, like, are you serious, bro? Like, okay, so know, yes. So Reality TV takes it too far. Like, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, and I think it's ridiculous at the end God. where they get to say yes or no in front of their family and friends. Like, how embarrassing is that? But I feel like they also signed up for it, so... Yeah, I mean, they know what they were getting into, but I, and it, they of course, it's reality. Little, um, to the, the, reality. the Koei couple, the, mm-hmm. um, when they, I watched the reunion, though, the, all the all the white brothers, they were feeling on my black girl over there. They was like, <laughs> "Yo, listen, the, who was that this black girl that? magic?" Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So they was all definitely like feeling on her. Like, yeah, like, she was yeah, beautiful so though, and and really like, inside and out. Extra. I was just like, "You better go, sister." <laughs> That's my girl. I knew it, but I love the couple that she's in. So, so good shout um, out to that video, man. Um, what yeah, was it? What's the name of it again? I just and we got a lot of feedback online about it. I just think that it was just incredible. So, I just want to encourage people to put their cell phones down, turn off the TV, and if you have a mate, tune into them because I that's what I got of it, out of it mostly. Like, you can connect so on such a deeper level. If you have less distractions. So I want everybody encourage y'all this week, put your cell phones down or all these other things. Social media is the big thing, but you know, watch us though. Watch us. Um, <laughs> um, put your cell phones down and really get in tune with your mate and, and see how it grows. Yeah. I thought that was uh, kind of cool, man. Just to see them um, saying that they fully in love and just all of a sudden, like, just like, uh, yeah, I'm married, and I've been together for like a year now. So I'm guessing, you know, the honeymoon phase. I mean, because now we and I married for 13 years. Hey. Married, you know, about to be 13, correct? Yeah. And so just total September 17 1st. years total. So, um, so I mean, it's it, it takes time. Um, I, I tell everybody that, that say they want to quit, uh, I'm like, yo, you can fight through this. Because you got to understand the same problem you got now with your marriage or with your spouse, you're going to have with somebody, somebody else. Somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, I always tell couples like, yo, seek God first. You know mm. what I'm talking about? And um, the, the great thing is that I'm guessing this is a, a live footage and they kind of bringing it out there. So, you know, hats off to them. But I don't know about sitting in the booth or whatever. <laughs> talking about I'm about to propose to you, bro. Like, nah, that ain't going to happen. But again, like Kamita said, you know, that 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 brings the intimate session. I yeah, guess from seeing somebody. Oh, from yeah, that's what side, I wanted to say, too. Like, I think cool. sometimes when you don't see people, too. You're not so shy because you feel like your cover sort of because people don't see you. So you're able to be more vulnerable mm. and speak about things. So I think that's a big part too. But real talk, um, I'm going to have to see you before I married you because I'm not a vain person at all. <laughs> but um, if you looking dusty oh, and crusty, my I'm sorry, baby. Oh, man. It's like the other talk it's show. It's not going to happen, but I do think show. attraction it's grows. But um, I'm telling you. Yeah, I think that was good. Cool, All right, so, so you ready to close it on out? It was good talking to you guys. Yeah, man. I um I do. I know some of you about the 2020 um, resolu- um resolution. Did yeah, we I even we get to that? Okay, that. so well we can we can shove that for our next one. Okay, so if we didn't we didn't get that deep into it. Got you. Yeah. Got you. So mm-hmm. this your boy Coach B and it's Cammy. Hey man, make sure you stay in tune, share our videos, and stay on our podcast. And we got more things, great things coming forward to you. With some people now, we actually, and I can add this in, we're going to actually have people to come on and have some good conversation with us. Yes, right? so in the um, very near future, we're going to have some interviews. Yeah, yeah. A lot of things that's going to build you up, give you some ideas, hopefully encourage you, empower you. We are the empowerment 
podcast, okay? So stay tuned. Peace.